Genesis chapter 15. My name is Pastor Oetla Simankane. Thanking you once again for joining us as we go through this incredible journey through the Bible, going through now the book of Genesis. Chapter by chapter. We are now in chapter 15. But allow me to read from a New Testament passage that will give light to this chapter. Hebrews chapter 7. Let us read from verse 1. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being translated king of righteousness and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoils. Verse 7. Now, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Without all contradiction, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the greater. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Close your eyes with me as we invite the Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word, for it is by faith, it is by your word that faith comes. Faith comes by hearing the word. And so, Father, we pray that as we hear this word, faith may be engendered in our lives. And that as faith is engendered in our lives, that we may live by faith. For the righteous shall live by faith. Today, help us to set our eyes on the great blesser, the person who is the source of all good things in our lives, Jesus. As we focus on him, we pray that our faith may grow, for we ask in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. My brother and my sister, sons and daughters of the living God. Abraham saves Lot, meets Melchizedek, king of Salem. This Melchizedek was also a priest of God Most High, a very fascinating character in the Bible. We will learn later in the book of Hebrews, as we have just read, that Jesus was a priest after the order of Melchizedek. He is a king and also a priest at the very same time. We learn here that Melchizedek blesses Abraham. Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And praise be to God Most High who delivered your enemies into your hand. That is verse 19 and verse 20. Now, the book of Hebrews argues that the blesser is greater than the blessee. I just made up that word. <laughs> that the blesser is greater than the recipient of the blessing. Melchizedek is greater than Abraham, for Melchizedek is the blesser and Abraham is the blessee. 
If you follow it closely, you will find that it is an argument for the greatness of Christ. There is a sense of comparison right through the book of Hebrews to elevate Christ for those that were comparing him to others that had associated him with others. The book of Hebrews makes an argument that Jesus stands incomparably above and beyond all of the other esteemed characters in the Bible. In chapter 1, Jesus is greater than prophets. Jesus is greater even than angels. In chapter 3, Jesus is greater than Moses. Jesus is greater than the priesthood itself. Jesus is greater than Abraham. He is without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of days, but made like the Son of God this Melchizedek is. And Jesus is in the order of Melchizedek. In the words of E.E. E. Cleveland, Jesus is older than his mother in time, equal with his father in eternity. No earthly father, no heavenly mother. Jesus is greater, for the blesser is greater than the blessee. And the argument is Abraham is less than Melchizedek. And if Jesus is in the order of Melchizedek, then he is greater than Abraham. Now follow this. Melchizedek blesses Abraham. And so Jesus blesses. God blesses. If there's anything I want you to have captured so far in the Bible, it is that God's attitude, God's bent, God's nature is to bless. The first thing you remember he does when he creates Adam and Eve is to bless them. The first thing that he does for Noah when he comes out of the ark is to bless them. The first thing that he does for Abraham when he calls him is to bless him. And when God calls the Israelites in the book of Exodus, he blesses them. Before they get into the promised land in Deuteronomy, he blesses them. Jesus, God become man when he preaches the first sermon recorded in Matthew, is a blessing. The Beatitudes, blessed Blessed, blessed, and I pray that God indeed may bless you. Now, <laughs> we used to hear ladies say when being complimented for their handbags that, oh, I am blessed. And when she wears a very nice expensive pair of shoes and uh, the other ladies come and compliment, oh, I am blessed. When she's wearing a wonderful weave, expensive weave, I am blessed. <laughs> And sometimes the blessings got so big and so frequent that the friends and the associates would wonder, who is this blesser? And they would want to ask and they would inquire, who is your blesser? We want a blesser such as yours. And when this phenomena uh, was quite prominent, uh, there were levels to the blessers. Unfortunately, most of these blessers, even the level five blessers, took away the girl's dignity her self-esteem, her self-respect, and it rendered the girls tools to be used. It rendered them commodities to be bought. It reduced them to things rather than complete human beings. I want to introduce you today, beloved, to the true blesser. His name is Jesus. He is greater than all blessers. His name is Jesus. Anyone ever ask you who your blesser is, tell them, Jesus is my blesser. After this blessing, Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. After receiving the blessing, Abraham tithed. Ah, 
we are introduced here to a very interesting concept, which is that having received the blessing, Abraham then gave a tenth of all that he had. Tithe is an acknowledgement of who your blesser is. An acknowledgement that God is greater than I. It is an acknowledgement that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And therefore, because it is His, He is the rightful one to determine what the boundaries are. To Adam and Eve, he gave boundaries to remind them who the Lord is, right? He says to them, you can eat of every tree, but of this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. Who is your blesser? Who provided you all of these fruits, all of this bounty in the Garden of Eden? Who is your blesser? They had to acknowledge who that blesser is by honoring the boundary that God had set. And so God sets a boundary around a tenth of all our increase. He says, when I have blessed you, everything that you receive as a profit, as an increase, I require that you protect, that you put a boundary around a tenth of it as an acknowledgement that I am your provider, that I am Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. Just like Abraham, every time I am blessed, I tithe. And I have come to testify that the Lord indeed is a wonderful blesser. As I honor him as my Lord and indeed as my blesser, I also am able to see that he is faithful who has promised. And this was Abraham's experience. Watch from this day after he has tithed. Watch the trajectory of his life, the protection of God upon him. Despite his weaknesses, God covers him and God is able to lead him and continue to take him to his destiny for they were in partnership. Tithe is an acceptance, an acceptance that we are in partnership with God, that his mission is our mission. We will support his cause, support the kingdom's cause. Listen to God speak. He says, Abraham, I am your shield. I am your exceeding great reward. God himself is the shield. God himself is our reward. Whatever else you want, Abraham, Abraham, listen carefully. You want a child? Your child is not the reward. Remember this. I, not the child, am your exceeding great reward. This will become very important as uh, the story goes on. Abraham had to learn that it was God that was his reward. It was God that he had to be attached to, not the things that God provides, not the blessings that God flows his way. It was God himself. I am your exceeding great reward. I, Jehovah, creator of the heavens and the earth. I, God himself. What more can we ask for? Because God is the source of all resources, right? He is the source of all resources. So don't confuse the resource with the source. For resources perish. Resources can be extinguished. Resources can be stolen. Resources can deplete. But I say to you today that God can never be depleted. He is the source of everything. That which you receive from Him, you ought to understand that where it comes from, there is so much more. God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. When you have Him, you have the giver of all good things. Look up if you're in doubt, he says. Look up at the sky and count the stars. I'm talking about the blesser now. If indeed you can count them, then he says to him, so shall your offspring be. I'm speaking about the blesser now. 
Abraham believed the Lord and he credited to him as righteousness. I'm saying to you today, when the Lord comes into your life, he comes as a blesser. And when you honor him with a tithe, it is not to deprive yourself. It is to acknowledge him as the one who is able to provide to the childless man, nation upon nation. Look up at the sky and count the stars if you can. So shall your children be childless men. I am speaking to the one who has no job. I am asking you today to believe that Jehovah is able to be your supplier, that he can give you more than you can ask or think or imagine. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. There is somebody that is childless. I'm saying to you today, it is not your child that is a reward, but be connected to Jehovah and watch what he is able to do. You are seeking for so many things. I'm submitting. When you have God, you have everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Listen to him. I am the Lord who brought you out of air of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it. What is he saying? He's saying, I am your blesser. I have taken you out of air to give you, to give you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God is a giver. God is a blesser. Abraham is still unsure and uncertain. And Abraham says, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? And listen, God enters into a covenant with Abraham. He seals his promise with blood. He tells him to bring a heifer, a goat, and a ram, cut them in two, and he arranged them in halves opposite each other. Abraham understood what was about to happen. Someone was to walk through the animals as a statement that should the covenant, should the promise, should the agreement, agreement be broken, it should happen to them as it happened to the animal. So God is making a promise, entering an agreement. He unilaterally says, I promise you, Abraham, I will give you children. I will give you land. And then he says, should this be broken? I, and this is what he does, God himself walks through the animals. If this covenant is broken, Abraham let it be to me as it has been to these animals. Such is the covenant of God. Such is the grace of God. Such is the love of God. And such is the faithfulness of God. His promises are not empty promises. He is faithful. In him, his promises are yes and are amen. He stakes his own life on his promises. How do we know that the promise of eternal life shall be ours? How do we know that paradise shall be ours? Look at the cross. It is sealed in blood. It is guaranteed by the blood. And whosoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so Abraham believed when the blesser promised, and indeed he is faithful. It shall come to pass. There are promises that are in store for you in this good word. And I pray that as we go through the book of Genesis, these promises, you may usher them in your heart, embrace them, and may you believe, and may you be rewarded for your belief. For God is faithful, and he has guaranteed it by the blood. Father in heaven, we thank you for your promises. We thank you that you are faithful to your promises. As we look to the life of Abraham, Abraham who was blessed, we too, Lord, accept that you are our blessing. As Abraham gave and returned a tithe, we too, dear Father, will be faithful to protect and put a boundary around that which you claim as yours. 
so that the tithe is yours, so that we do not touch, we do not eat that which we should not, like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. But Father, I pray that we may go through life acknowledging that you are Lord and that you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And I pray that the experience of Abraham may be the experience of all your children today as they believe your word. May you reward them. May you be their blesser. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.